0: Hello, everyone, and welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, a podcast where I sit down with some of my friends in the local Columbus, Ohio theater, film an improv scene, and talk a bunch of geeky stuff. Some of it good, some of it bad, but all of it definitely geeky. If you enjoy our programs, be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and to leave a review, or subscribe and leave a review wherever you can get podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from our lovely backers on Kickstarter, like Kenny, for example. Kenny is not just some dude from South Park. He is he's a multi-layered dude from South Park, and you could say that because he's multiple layers in Photoshop. I wish I knew you, Kenny. I just know that you supported us, and I am so very thankful. So, Kenny, thank you so much for throwing some love to our show, The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. It means a lot to us. Thank you again for backing us on Kickstarter. Our official sponsor of the show is Audible, with over 200,000 titles to choose from. Get one audiobook and two Audible originals each month, included with your trial, even once your trial ends and normal membership begins. How rad is that? Best part is you own your library, meaning you keep the books even if you cancel with Audible, plus you get easy exchanges. So, don't love a book? Swap it out for free anytime. Sign up for your free trial over at audibletrial.com forward slash goodbaggeeky. Download the Audible app and start enjoying your new audiobook. We're also part of the It's All Been Done Presents Network, a Columbus, Ohio-based multi-platform creative network. Let us entertain you. We're also voted uh, one of Columbus's top picks for 2017 and 2018, and uh, we have tons of podcasts, frameworks, reviews, videos, and more. For more information, go to ibdpresents.com. In this episode, I am here with... Diantha. And we're going to sit down and talk about the film Stuber on this episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. And a word of warning that there will be spoilers aplenty, not just on this film, but just about anything we may talk about, so listener beware. And is there anything you want to add or say about Stuber? Join in on the conversation by interacting with us via social media or email. Twitter and Instagram is username goodbadgeeky or email me at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. We may read your comment or email on the show. All right, enough of me rambling. Will Rowland. So, we're here to talk about the buddy action comedy, Stuber, which stars Kamal Nanjiani, who was in The Big Sick, Mm -hmm. is how a lot of people know him. I also know him through Silicon Valley. I forgot about that. Betty Gilpin, Jimmy Taro, Mira Sorvino, and Karen Mm Gilliam. And, oh, and we forgot the other main guy, Dave Bautista. That's a pretty big dude to to not remember. A.K.A. minor characters from Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well... Kamal's in a future Marvel movie, not yet released. He's in the Internals oh,
1: that, that got
0: announced. It's that like a. Be yeah, yeah. And I do like Kamal. I do too. Like he was one of the the bright spots in Men in Black International, and because <laughs> that was not a good
1: movie. <laughs> I feel like Kamal is like he's like oh he comes in and 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 brings the the putt putting car into the gas station. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's accurate. I feel like you know, especially with Men in Black, I, I really yeah. Um, if you would like to hear. My Our thoughts on that. Please check out that episode. But pretty much the film follows an Uber driver who unwillingly becomes a part of a police officer's arrest operation, even though he was against being a part of it and was just doing his job. Because he's almost kicked off of Uber. Because I think he's gotten so many poor reviews. Yes. And the thing is, when you watch him do his shit, like, why are people giving him ones? Is Oh, it's because people are assholes. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point. Yeah. But like... The dude has, like, a snack bar in his fucking glove compartment box. And then he... I mean, the dude has everything. He has, like, five different types of cables so you can plug in, charge your phone. There's, like, a plug-in in the bag. There's a, And also... And this is a this is a reoccurring joke. The car is leased. <laughs> and also, they, they have a weird subplot. Well, it's not weird. Usually a movie like this has a subplot where the guy pines after a girl. And either the girl... Now, this is an old school reference. Have you seen... Do you remember War Games? No. Okay. Well, War Games, it's Matthew... Very young, like pre-Ferris Bueller Day Off, Matthew Broderick.
1: Oh, wow. Pre... Like, same age when he was in... um, Oh, what's the name of that really... It's like, so bad, it's good, 80s movie... And
0: it's, like, oh. he's
1: saving the princess, and there's, like, oh, an evil...
0: no, I know what you're talking Lady about. Lady Hawk. It's Lady La- Hawk. No, it's... No, Lady <laughs> Hawk actually came, I think, after Ferris oh, Bueller. Oh, is
1: even younger?
0: I, yeah. Oh, my god. Uh, because, like, yeah, Bueller... I think that came out in, like, 88, 89, Something and, like, like Bueller that. came out in, like, 85, 86, <laughs> No, this was like 81, 82, 83. Oh, wow. um, Because the big thing was video games were just becoming huge, especially if you could take them home on a computer. And so Matthew Broderick plays a teen nerd computer geek (laughs) who wants to download the new hit game Thermonuclear War. I mean, I'd play it. And so he, he tries to hack into this number that's on this Okay, I'm misremembering probably some of this, but somehow he's hacking into a number he thinks will give him the code for Thermonuclear War so he can download it and play the game. Ah. And Ali Sheedy, pre-Breakfast Club, (laughs) is like his best friend, and they kind of like each other, but they don't really want to talk about it kind of thing. And he actually hacks into the Pentagon... And actually, almost creates a a real life thermonuclear war. So the government's after him, and so then he has to prove his innocence because they think he's working for Russia or something. I love this premise. And honestly, (laughs) here's the thing it's a very 80s movie, but it it does hold up really well. And also, Dabney Coleman's in it. He plays the one military guy that he's like, I don't give a shit about this little kid. (laughs) He's a Russian and I know it, or, you know. So even when it's like very clear, like, He's not, you know. Spoiler alert: He gets absolved of his crime, and everything's happy. And I don't want to ruin how it happens, but the computer—that doesn't matter. At the end of the, of the movie, they're all sitting around going, congratulating each, each other, especially Matthew Broderick for saving the day last minute. Mm-hmm. And Dabney Coleman's like, "Yeah, I guess you did all right." Aww, and, co- you know,
1: collective all, <laughs> right? Right?
0: Yeah, not a bad movie, but like. In a movie like that, you know that the character that he he kind of likes her, kind of doesn't. That's going to come to a head. And Stuber, the weird subplot is he is so madly in love with this girl that he slept with once, yeah, and he got put back into the friend zone, mm-hmm. but he's still like puppy dog, head over heels. That he's doing very stupid shit, like he signed a business with her. Yeah. Uh, I, oh,
1: as a per, as a former financial planner, I was like, oh, "This is no, well, no, 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 exactly."
0: I, well, th- I think everybody, like, <laughs> everybody, when he, you see him doing that, like, because you're just like, "Oh, does he buy a, buy her a necklace or something?" Oh, oh no, no he buys her a shares business shares
1: in her business, shares in her business. <laughs> now,
0: the nice thing I like about that. So we're this is jumping head to the end of the movie. It was interesting story wise that. They didn't have to – so even though she didn't get with him, mm-hmm. they didn't lessen that where she fell on her face or whatever. Yeah. It actually ended up actually ended up working out both for well for both – well for both of them.
1: Exactly. She – I mean she ended up being more successful and that I just – I was really hoping – it's funny. For a movie I didn't really emotionally connect with, I, I was really <laughs> rooting for him to do – because he did the strong thing and he did it with dignity.
0: Yeah. And he didn't
1: and he wasn't cruel about it either. And I was like that's cool. No.
0: I'm- yeah, no, it's hard because usually characters in that movie it becomes it's very one-sided. Mm-hmm. It's like a rom-com yeah. aspect of it where, you know, there are most rom-coms and this is like a trope I I hate beyond like you can be doing a fantastic rom-com and the moment you do this, two things will happen. Either I'll go I'm going to let this slide because <laughs> the rest is too good yeah. or it's just like well you're not that good. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> um, and right now, you've just become a hate fuck watch, <laughs> which legitimately hate was watch. hate fuck watch. No, I wish I coined you know those, that. You, Karen you know Perta. those
1: HFWs.
0: Yeah, I know. Karen Purda, by the way, coined that uh, on with me, and I think Jessica Gibson, Keith and Marianne on Marianne's Macabre He's Review Podcast. Why wasn't I invited? I actually, I don't think we knew you yet. Oh, God. Uh, Karen Purda coined that term, and I love that term, which is it's something that you hate a lot, but you just keep watching it yeah and you don't walk away and yeah hate fuck watching that so rom-com if the character stands up in front of a large group of people to admit that they love the person and they they messed up Mm -hmm. and here's the thing nobody knows that this shit's going on and so you're wasting it and they all want to hate you but then the movie shows like Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like I remember there's Caden Leopold, does it?
1: Oh god, it's been forever. And
0: and Sting has that beautiful song I sent you until that's from Caden Leopold. Oh,
1: is it really? Yeah,
0: and it has Lev Schreiber, Hugh Jackman, Meg Ryan. It, it's Those are all big names. Fantastic <laughs> actors. Yeah. And the concept is pretty neat too. It Gets a little creepy, but uh well, you find out that Lev Schreiber doesn't get the girl because yeah. that's his girlfriend. Hugh Jackman winsor as because Leopold's from the past. Yeah, Meg Ryan goes back, and that's his great great grandson or something like that. And so, he, so technically, part. he was schlepping her, and you're just like, mm, mm. a little weird. Not as fucked up as Avatar though, mm. because technically they are fucking the animals. Remember that? Yeah. Um, I, I already feel like you've already said this, but what were your, what, just real quick, like quick hit. What do you think of the movie?
1: Okay, so there's a contingency, because it could go either way.
0: Oh, okay.
1: If the filmmakers were not aware that this was what it was, then I don't like it. If they were self-aware that it was is the way it is, then I like it a little better, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, I'm now very intrigued about what the hell you mean by that.
1: Because <laughs> you know how sometimes... The, uh, quote unquote bad movies are sometimes seen as good because like the people who made it are very much aware of, or like they're self-aware of themselves when right. they're making the movie. And so because of that aspect, you kind of, it's kind of endearing, <laughs> I guess, okay. if that makes sense.
0: So interesting. Okay.
1: So, cause you know, if, if that's not the case, then to me it came across as like a press boost for Uber and it just you know it recycled a lot of a lot of tropes. I mean, it kind of felt like collateral, except totally not like that. Except for just the the fact that it was.
0: Well, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I thought the film was a throwback to old 80s, 90s action movies, sure. where like a cop can go around and fucking shoot people oh, like it's nobody's I was to- business. I was totally
1: going to bring that up. And, <laughs> and, and
0: will see in terms of that, I think that that's totally what they were trying to go for. Yeah. I don't think the movie was bad. I think there were some problems with it, but like, it's a typical action comedy problem. Like, the, like I was waiting for what the twist with the guy who worked at the store was. Yeah, and then he disappeared through like literally almost the, the like after the after the beginning of the movie he disappeared. Yeah, until they break into the store again and he shows up again because even then I was just like I was so into like well they're going to go in and out they might get into a fight in there which then they did yeah but like that fucker's not going to be in there and then he is yeah and you're like okay. I just – and then they have that really weird – but again, I think that's the joke and that's why I found it funny. It's like, you're like my best friend, man. And you're just like, what the – I, well, I think I – think He's U- like, Stu this, was, is, this is actually
1: like, the worst part for me.
0: <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> – <laughs> This is actually the worst part of my day is seeing you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and that was a very interesting – like. Turn it honestly feels like a, a joke that they would do yeah. in like a, an Owen Wilson uh yeah. who's the really Vince Vaughn movie.
1: Yeah, there were definitely some liners I liked in it. Like I I, mm-hmm. I like the in particular I, I liked the one where, you know, he he was congratulating Dave or Camille Kamal was congratulating Dave Bautista for, you know stepping up and and, and calling his
0: his, daughter.
1: Calling his daughter and then calling his police chief and he was like, see and the sky's not falling down and then it starts to rain and thunderstorm and he goes, Well the sky's not actually falling down. It's just it's 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 tears. It's it's very the sky's very (laughs) proud of you.
0: (laughs) Oh okay. So the Mira Servino part mm-hmm. that was cool, yeah. Because I haven't seen Mira. I feel like I haven't seen Mira in a long time. Yeah. Um, I know that. I know she's been busy though. But like in terms of mainstream film, that was nice to see her. Yeah. it was also nice to see her as a bad guy. Yeah, I wish, wish we saw more of it. Did you feel like all the funny parts were in the trailer for you? Yeah. See, I, I, I really, I, I genuinely enjoyed the movie. It's <laughs> so, so like,
1: Which is, like honestly, I'm glad. The- <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm glad somebody did. I'm so
1: happy for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, so another good gauge for me is, and this is just for me, is that I knew going in it was going to be a hard R-rated action comedy, so yeah. it might be a little gore, yeah, but a lot of people dying, a lot of people, a lot of shoot-ups, and probably the car's going to get destroyed by the end, which it does, I spectacularly. Very much so. Um, and I like how he's okay with the car flipped over. Like, he's not great about it. But then when it catches, all- blows up, then he's just like, oh, it's a lease. It's, it's like,
1: oh, and then it was like, oh, no, but it's electric. How? <laughs>
0: it, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not combustible. <laughs> right, because that's another weird ongoing joke is that Batista and everybody actually is giving him shit for having an electric car. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I'm like, well, good for you trying to, I mean, I know why he's did it. Yeah. Why is he's did it? Why
1: is he's did it? Why is he's did it? <laughs> Is because he wants to get extra points for
0: those environmentalists who realize he's in an electric car. And the
1: ladies love it.
0: So, uh, <laughs> he hopes. That's the other thing, too. He hopes. I was sad, though, Karen Gillum died, like, right away. <laughs> I thought, like, maybe, oh, maybe she'd be like a... This is horrible to say this, but, like, because quality of life and all that, and it's dependent on the person, but, like, paraplegic, where she just can't... She's like, you know, Stephen Hawking or something. Yeah. Because, but but again, it, it's... I. I it's it's weird to say that because that's horrible. You don't ever want someone, but you don't want someone to die either. And, right. like, Karen Gillum is one of those actors who I'm just like, I kind of like her and everything that she does, yeah. even if the movie is not good. Now, I like this movie, but, like, if I saw her in another movie, like, Jumanji, I actually ended up enjoying Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was one of the reasons why I was looking forward to watch the movie Aww. because I was like, if anything, her and Jack Black – and The Rock are going to be mildly entertaining, and they're going to try to make it not suck. And then luckily, it just didn't suck. <laughs> so then it made it just even better. So when Karen Gillan died, I was just like, I figured that was going to happen because she wasn't in any of the trailers until the TV spot started hitting. Yeah. And then even then, and I'm just like, are they going after that sweet endgame money? What are they doing? And then she dies. And it was sad how she dies, too, because she was pimp, man. She was... Chasing that fucker down.
1: Yeah. She was already downstairs before he... Although he had his glasses yeah. knocked off. But she was already down there before he was. Well,
0: and so I actually like that it wasn't too... At least to me, it wasn't too cheesy how they were bringing up... I thought it was very clever exposition. Mm-hmm. And grand, if you've seen the trailer, you know going in he can't see, but you're but it'll be in the back of your mind, like, well why can't he see? Yeah. But it's not that at all. It's just that he needs his glasses in yep. general. Mm-hmm. And so when he gets him knocked off, he's not blind but he can't see well. And so it, it and it's more of a joke for half a second, and then it becomes a joke later on when he gets his. Because that's the other thing too; they don't tell you in the mo- in the trailer that he gets LASIK done, and yeah. that's why he can't see. Yeah, they which just is say,
1: ironic, actually.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah. Also, I think he should have got some nerve damage or something done, for,
1: especially since he didn't wear those shades.
0: But but as but as they pointed out, there's no nothing combustible in the car, and so for the sake of humor, which I I, I really enjoyed of it you know you have that and that's the concept. Yeah. Now let me ask you this cuz you kind of said it felt like an Uber commercial. Yeah. Would you think it would you would have been fine if it was just a made up company? Like that was like Uber but it wasn't Uber?
1: Probably. Cuz then I was wondering did they did they bring on Kamal because he actually drove Uber for Uber or did they and and they touch on that in the big sick as well that he's an Uber driver.
0: I don't um, think he's ever actually been an Uber driver. So that was though. just a made-up thing. That was, up that was thing. a made-up thing for the movie. So
1: I wonder if they brought but I still wonder if they brought him in cuz he was an Uber driver in The Big Sick as well and it's just handy that he's also
0: I don't pretty, I don't know. I, awesome. I feel the script had I'm not sure. You know what? Let's check. Let's for, look it up, let, man. let's look it up. Yeah, so Uber was a part of it. Uh he just co-signed in 2018 to to do the film with Batista. Oh. There it doesn't really go into how are we can we can suppose that's why. But wait a minute. Now we have to ask ourselves though, when did the Big Sick come out? Because if he was cast in March twenty eighteen, when did that movie come out? So Big Sick. Wow. Okay, you know what? I take that back. That was that was that long ago? Oh no. Twenty seventeen. I felt like it came out in like er like April or May of 2018, but that shit's 2017. A uh, damn! It was January 20th at film festivals and stuff like that up until uh, July, and that's and then it had one week of one week of early releases in like big cities like Cleveland, New York, L.A., mm. Detroit. I don't know about Detroit, but and then it was released nationwide like a week later. Damn. Uh, well, okay, so maybe that is why they cast them, which I think is sad because I. Well, so my wife is is another good vase. Like, I knew going in, I would probably enjoy it on some level. Like, even if it was not great, mm-hmm. I would go, well, they tried, and this is what they were trying to do, Which and I is dug it.
1: honestly an amazing quality about you.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I, it doesn't always work. Because uh, uh, Dumbo, I just... It, it, their movie, like, Dumbo or the New Lion King, mm-hmm. I, I... It it breaks my heart. Yeah. Like, I can't find... It's hard for me to find good in that movie. Like, yeah. Um, I'm
1: going to. I, 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 I'm going to um, withhold my opinion on those in the, in the fear that it would incriminate me.
0: <laughs> it's a, uh, Let me. I mean, oh, did you enjoy them? No. Oh, then why are you? Why are you? I've already. I've already <laughs> done the worst damage of it, and it's recorded permanently in history. Where it's a whole episode of me <laughs> ranting and raving. Okay. About okay. It. I
1: feel so much better. <laughs> oh no. Yeah.
0: Like so, Dave Batista. I, I feel like he. I felt like it might have been one of those. Who's like, hey, you want to. Be, be, do a role in my movie as like a favor or something yeah. and I was just like oh but you go and die <laughs> <The> sadness here <laughs>
1: Or it's like a situation where it's like how legend do you have to be where you only have to be in the film for like a minute and you're just like yeah man like in True Romance Christopher Walken's only in it for a second Gary Oldman's in it for a second but they're all like legendary and they only have to or like Alec Baldwin's bit in um, Oh movie uh, yes he's like in it for just like
0: ABC (laughs) always be closing
1: yes and then that's it but it's like amazing
0: there is a not to this is another bit we'll try to put in the show notes but. Uh, there's a webcomic called PVP mm-hmm. by Scott Kurtz, and whatever your opinion of Scott Kurtz is, because he's, in my opinion, not a great human being, just from how he treats people and stuff like that, uh, I've heard. But his comic is sometimes funny. I don't read it really anymore, but he used to be friends with Chris Straub, who's this other webcomic guy, sure. and they would do like little animations. And one year, he hosted, I think, the Harvey Awards, which is a big deal in comic books. Sure. And, and, and so it was a big deal to them, because they were stepping in from webcomics into the comic book playing or they were being treated as equals which was appreciated Yeah, and so but they did this bit where they were kind of making they, they were asked to kind of do like the opening of the Oscars where they, they kind of kind of poke fun of it and they do the whole Glengarry Glen Ross scene <sighs> but they did it where it's Prince Valiant from the comic strips oh, talking sake. to Garfield Beetle Bailey and all these other things and it's it's really fucking that's good that's
1: pretty ingenious actually
0: it is and I wish I thought of it it's one of those <laughs> kind of situations yeah. but like every every once in a while I will watch that also those guys did a really funny bit called um, where called uh, Blamination where I don't can't tell you the origin of the title anymore, but they, it's just them doing weird flash animation cartoons mm-hmm. like that are nonsensical. And so one of them is th- these guys at a frat party, and it's the typical dude bro, where like he has the hat on backwards, like the visor, the golf visor hat on backwards, upside down, has spiky hair, but he's taking a piss at the at the urinal, Aww. and then some other guy uh, is next to him in the urinal, and they he accidentally bumps into him. And he's like, Oh, I'm really sorry about that. He's like, What the fuck, bro? You just made me get pee poops all over my pants. <laughs> and and the guy's like, oh, I'm really sorry. Wait, Jeez. wait, wait, what what did you what did you say? He's like are you deaf motherfucker? You got pee poops all over my pants. There I was with my sprinkle pouch making some pee poops and he just keeps saying pee poops over and over again. And then like another guy comes in and comes into the room and it's like, whoa, yo, 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 yo. And it's just the same two guys talking so all the voices sound really similar. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? There's a party out out there or whatever. And it's like, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell him why you're mad at me. It's like, this motherfucker got pee poops all over my pants. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, this is a, It's ridiculous. Um, there's another <laughs> funny one. I think it's in the same episode it's called... It kind
1: of reminds me of the meme. <laughs> Have you seen the meme where it looks like a horror movie title? And it says... You laugh at his name, but you won't be laughing later, or something. And it's like the PB poo Man.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if, if if we can find that one, I'll put that in the show notes. This one will have a lot of show notes, <laughs> surprisingly. A
1: lot of poop.
0: A lot of poop. <laughs> um, in that same episode, I think there's one called Get Sharp, which is also a clever one. Which is where a high school jock, he's not stupid, but he's not super smart, smartest person either. There's a nuclear war that happens or something and like mm. every what, he was like safe from it but everyone else like if they didn't die they became instantly stupid
1: oh no and so
0: um he is now the smartest <laughs> person in the world it
1: sounds like a hitchhiker's thing
0: uh, a little bit and so it literally <laughs> is uh the, the cop going oh no oh no I can't find it G- gotta, gotta get sharp and it's like <laughs> uh, yeah chief oh, is this important and he's playing video games so he's not doing anything bad he's like but it also gives the impression that this is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> yeah. And so he's kind of annoyed. And he's just yeah. like, what, "What? what's going on? Uh, uh, you you got to come over right away. I've lost something. Are, are, is this super important, like life or death? I, I, yes. Okay. <laughs> so he goes there and it's something along the lines of, what's wrong, chief? And he's like, I had a Snickers bar. and And, and now it's missing and I can't find it. Uh-huh. And, and right before I did that, my stomach was really hurting, and now it's not. Did you eat the candy bar? Oh, I might have done that. So it's really bad, ridiculous. And he's just like, he's like yeah, okay, well, um, you were hungry. That's what that pain was. And so you probably ate it to quench your hunger. Um, don't bother me again tonight. <laughs> and so he starts to leave. And as he leaves, he's like, oh, or, or no, 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 I'm sorry. I got it all wrong. He has a pain in his stomach. He doesn't know what it is. And so he's like, When was the last time you ate? And he's like, I don't remember. And he's like, Do you eat that Snickers bar? When he eats it, he's just like, I can't find the Snickers bar. And so as the guy, as Sharp is already leaving, he's like, I can't, Someone stole my Snickers bar. I gotta get Sharp. He's <laughs> so fucking bad. weird. It, well, that's the name of the bit, too. It's like Get Sharp. Get Sharp. And I was like, well, that's a weird title. It sounds like a very 80s show name. It does. And then the concept alone is like, because you can remember that. So you know how in CSI they always take the, the glasses off? Mm-hmm. We, yeah, yeah! It's like some really bad pun about death or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, um, looks like the ants were marching today because their body's covered <laughs> in ants. And then like they take the glasses off and you hear, yeah!
1: In <laughs> yeah, the Q80s Q80 synth riff. Uh,
0: yeah, from The Who, of all people. <laughs> yeah. Even though that was 70s, but that's okay. <laughs> or, no, was it? Bobby O'Reilly was late 70s, wasn't it?
1: I can't remember. I just met in general.
0: Oh, I got you. But yeah. Because well, everything, all is, the CSIs every, everything is better with a the synth Who. Riff. They are. Yeah. Yes. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Let's take a moment for all the forgotten synth
1: It's Take like a, mo- like a moment of silence for the movies that do not have synth riffs.
0: All right. Stuber, there's a boat in it. There is a boat in it, um, and there's a
1: bunny rabbit, and it didn't die, so I'm I'm pleased.
0: Yeah, did you enjoy that he got with the daughter?
1: I was expecting it when they when they're in the same room for the first time. I go, oh yeah, that's gonna happen.
0: See, I thought that too because because when they showed the scene of just the daughter and him, I was like, how are they gonna get? They, they're probably gonna get Stu and her together. Cool. Mm. I had no problem with that, but I was just like, "Well, but he isn't there yet, so how is that going to happen?" Because I feel like if she just shows up at the end, that's going to kind of suck. And she doesn't really; she's kind of there throughout the whole, yeah. well, off and on. Where it's she's a lingering presence, yeah, which is kind of nice. And also, they don't run away from the fact that he's a really horrible dad. <laughs> and they don't really play. I mean, you know, yeah, but he does care about her, which I don't know is interesting. And yeah. he was still a pretty well, dad for but.
1: someone who clearly taught his daughter. Like gunmanship, as opposed to other things that a dad would do with their daughter. She like when she shows that's up true. when she shows up at that scene toward the end, and she just fires off like five warning shots. None of them at whatever his name is, the yeah, bad guy, the name. Chinese guy, yeah, yeah or Asian. Guy. For someone who grew up with that dad, you'd think who was clearly used to being given a Glock.
0: She yes, clearly because uh, that, that's true. He, this is not the first time he's given her his Glock,
1: right? So, so this is what bothers me. Either she has terrible aim, or she was dumb enough to fire five shots. Like what the heck? Yeah. Just shut five shots in the air. Like you've got one left at this point. Well,
0: so this is something interesting to talk too. Just because she was taught how to do that by her dad doesn't mean she does. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's not a good marksman, or she really she she knows how to fire the gun. She knows how to turn the safety on and off. Yeah, and she knows how to reload. <laughs> doesn't mean she can actually hit well, or even that, or you know what I mean? Because because it's, this is like. Dad, this is not the first time you give me a gun. Now, granted, that might have been the first time she had to use it. Mm-hmm. That wasn't in a training. Set. That's what I'm saying. I, I give a little bit more leeway with that, but like you're not wrong in that there are, what, six shots in the gun and yeah, she fires she's five? Like
1: five! And, like, really?
0: But and I know this was in the trailer, but can I really say how impressed I was by the whole bit where he runs out of bullets and he kind of tries to do an Indiana Jones thing where he, he throws, throws the gun at the guy and the guy catches <laughs> it and boosh whacks him right on the nose with it. And it's like, Oh that thats this whole movie for me was a giant oh <laughs> oh oh like it just looked painful but they were all cartoon characters yeah. except for the bad guys the who wor- died horribly the, with bullet ridden deaths The
1: the worst part for me when it was when Dave Bautista was pulling the the fishing hook out of his neck
0: Oh that was bad I have, <laughs> That was bad I, I had a like, lot of no. problems with
1: that <laughs> Yeah like <laughs> I didn't mind
0: all the other, okay, so I like this too, and they did set this up. But like when he stepped in the puddle of blood of his one his one snitches, yeah, because I don't think he really grasped. No, he did grasp at that point. He was dead, but he walked out. But he can't see the blood, and so yeah. they they focus on that footprint. I was like, that ain't gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, but oh. I didn't know at the time that Mira Savino was the bad guy.
1: I feel like I should have been warned that there were gonna be full naked men in this movie.
0: Where were the naked men at? (laughs)
1: At at, uh, whatever that. Oh,
0: oh, the strip. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, I I was like. How could I forget the strippers? Uh That was some of the. So, so again, Uh I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. That to me is one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie. Uh,
1: I agree as well. But I was just like, (laughs) whoa. You okay? I was was glad that that I was the only one in the theater. I'm just. Yeah.
0: The strippers was really funny. Like, and the fact that, like, he's calling the girl and And she wants to get laid with him, and you kind of feel for him, and then, like. the big dick is walking. You're right almost
1: kind of, you're not hoping to see it, but you're kind of hoping it happens because it's like, okay, I need a clear background. You're like, oh God, cue naked dude in the background. Oh, oh, totally.
0: <laughs> you know it's going to happen because like, like, this like, is the worst place you could ever do and that. And then
1: just like a big swing and dong in the
0: background. Well, and, and also I was expecting too that she would be more turned on by the big dong because <laughs> she's... Dating that one guy who was way bigger than Kamal anyway, yeah. and so you know you felt you know, I was like, well, that's shitty, yeah, because he's just like, so your boyfriend, you know, you can't put me on the the trifold pamphlet, but that guy who cheated on you is in the pamphlet, yeah. Like I thought like you didn't want any guys in the pamphlet, and I was just like, oh, dude, I. He was
1: Byron. Red flag.
0: You're 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 ripped, <laughs> or, or you're, you're you're you are whipped because <laughs> she likes the dudes who is ripped. yeah yeah anyway um no but i love that whole scene the whole i mean even from dave Batista's side of inter- grilling the one lady to get the the info oh, and to, i like the
1: really sweet um well, the sweet this week the sweet stripper giving the, the relationship advice and he's like slowly getting more and more lace on and then the wig
0: and- oh right and at the same time like uh the owner or the the pimp i guess you would say is yeah. kind of like shit talking him and, and and you're just going and, and he was just like she like
1: slaps the sandwich out of his hand
0: like, <laughs> yeah and i'm like the dude is fucking ripped yeah
1: and she's like telling him he's got man boobs. he goes i don't have boobs <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what do you mean i have boobs i don't have boobs <laughs> uh, so take your children
0: <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I enjoyed the movie. It was it was a fun action romp. It it wasn't my favorite film of the summer, but also there weren't a lot of great films of the summer, so there's that too.
1: Long story short, I'm very excited to see it too because I feel like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like I'm, uh, I'm not even gonna say <laughs> anything good or bad about Stuber anymore. I'm looking forward to the next time I'm on this podcast where we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> chapter two. So everyone you have that to look forward to. Yes. Diana's gonna come back and talk it with us, not Stuber.
1: Well, we didn't even talk about Stuber on this show, so.
0: <laughs> We tried. We
1: tried.
0: We tried. Do you have anything else you want to talk about on Stuber? Sincerely. Um, I mean, this This is the platform. This is why you're here. Uh, Granted, we talked about everything else around Stuber, but...
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, no, I'm good.
0: Okay. Well, everybody, thanks, Anthony for coming on and do the show. It was a lot of fun, as yeah, always, to as always. chat with you. And always tangents are a plenty on the show but even more so with you so thank you yeah um, I find them to be entertaining <laughs> I can't vouch for everyone else out there but uh, I don't know I enjoy it that's really the key yes and we hope you enjoy it too if you don't enjoy email us at goodbaggyk at gmail.com and if you have any thoughts on anything else we talked about we talked about a lot of shit same email address thanks everybody for listening Diane again, thank you oh no thank you you Jeez! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, jeepers! Uh, Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something, this is a happy
1: place!